1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah. You're about to hear from Tim Gagno, also known as the Fire Painter. He's an award-winning artist, author, speaker, and instructor, best known for creating works of art live on stage while his paintbrushes are on fire. We're going to ask him about that, but the reason we're talking to him is something that he's created and provided some artwork for called the Illuminated Messiah Bible. Can't wait to hear from him, and it's great to have you with us. Tim Gagno, welcome to Mornings with Tom and Toby. Well, thank you very much. It's great to meet you all. It's great to meet you as well. This is going to be so fascinating. I'm excited. I have to um, share a quote as we begin. This is from you. It says, long ago, if you wanted to see some of the greatest works of art, you went to church. But over time, that weaned to pay homage to Jesus, our Messiah, and the illuminated Bibles created in the Middle Ages. You said you've offered your artistry that combines art and theology. And you said, I want to intertwine my faith and artistry to glorify God and share his message of hope, love and salvation to the world. And so this is uh, beautiful because we do need art to help point us in worship to the majesty of God. So how would you describe the illuminated Messiah Bible? Well, basically what it is, and that was a great way to describe uh, to describe uh, what it's about, but uh, it's 66 original portraits of the Messiah. So Jesus from every book in the Bible. So all of the Old Testament messianic prophecies um, and then their fulfillment in the new, they're all collected together um, in a type of artwork called an illumination, which harkens back to the old Bibles from the Middle Ages. Uh, One of the neat things about uh, this Bible that makes it really truly unique is that every one of the paintings, while they are an individual standalone painting, they combine together to uh, form what in the art world is called a polyptych image. And all 66 images combine to create a 12 and a half foot cross. And when you look at that cross, you don't see the individual paintings anymore. You see Jesus crucified on the cross. Wow, that I'm is, yeah, at it yeah. Right Tommy now. is like awestruck because I just handed <laughs> I her a speechless. copy of it so she could see it for herself. <laughs> it is truly uh, beautiful. You're hearing the voice of Tim Gagno, who is the artist and contributor uh, for this artwork. But um, so let me just ask you, what inspired you to create the illustrations, and how did you decide which passages of scripture to use? That's a good question. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to take credit for this. This is all God. Um, you know, I'm just his paintbrush at, the, at this stage of the game. Um, 
but that's it. My favorite thing to Bible study are the Messianic passages in the Old Testament. I have a degree in theology as well. And this is the area that I nerd out on really <laughs> badly. And so, but as an artist, I see and communicate visually. So when I'm reading the Bible, I don't see words on a page. I see images after images after images. And sometimes as an artist, we have this thing where we say to ourselves, oh, I got to paint that. I got to draw that. And so over time, I just started getting a collection of all of these drawings and all of these paintings. And as they started to come together and form this idea, um, it just came together. Now, as for what passage of each Bible, because some, some books of the Bible, like Isaiah, 20% of all Messianic prophecies are in the book of Isaiah alone. Mm -hmm. And so when you look at that, it's like, okay, which one is the one in this book? that's where it took some thinking. Um, and so that's really how I came about. A lot of prayer, a lot of prayer, uh, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in between. Um, but at the end of the day, that's really you know how we came about it. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. You're hearing the voice of Timothy Gagno, uh, theologian and artist and painter. I, I never put those two together. And I'm so glad that, that you have both kinds of background and you're bringing them uh, to this beautiful work called the Illuminated Messiah Bible. And well, so how, I, I'm not just going to ask you how hard was it because this is what you do, but how long would it take? And what was the most difficult part of creating each piece of art? Well, it, it, an illumination is a much more time-consuming process than a traditional painting. Like if I was painting your portrait, and, I, and, and primarily I'm a portrait artist, a figurative artist, um, those would be easy to do. This, this thing would have probably taken a year if I didn't have any text or any gold leaf in there. But an illumination combines calligraphy, gold leaf, and narrative paintings. And so the process is really, really long. A typical, just one panel would take anywhere from uh, 100 to 300 hours. A lot of that, though, is curing time, waiting for the gold leaf to cure and set before you can lay the, uh, you know, different things on top of it. And so, and then when you're doing this, especially when you would put the text in, if anything went wrong, it would tear the entire work right off the panel and you'd have to start over from scratch. Mm. And so that was uh, pretty frustrating at times. <laughs> there were some of these paintings I had to redo six or seven times. Um, mm. So you can imagine what that's like. Um, so overall, it all took uh, five years total to create uh, all 66 paintings. Then, of course, the most difficult aspect of that is, is making them all connect together to form that the body of the crucified Christ. And so that process was very tricky. So I started by painting his body on the cross. And then when I, I could take the individual panels and go, okay, this is his shin. This is his left elbow. But this is also the book of Jonah. So how do I hide, say, his forearm in the book of Jonah? How do I make it where you don't really see it when you're looking at the book of Jonah, but when you put it together, oh, that's his, that's his forearm. And so that was probably the most difficult part. You picked a great time to listen because we're speaking with Timothy Gagno. He's created uh, and lent his artwork to the Illuminated Messiah Bible. And he's talked about the art and how we put it all together. But first, Timothy, I want to learn a little bit more about your relationship with the Lord. It looks like in your history, you dabbled in occults, but there were a couple of men that guided you to become a follower of Christ. So, so talk about that and why it's so important to have people that kind of come alongside you and mentor you in your faith. 
Oh, yes. Thank you very much for bringing this up. That Captain Mark Hayes and Chaplain Bruce Ewing. Uh, these two men, man, they left their mark on my life. You know, mentoring and discipleship are huge uh, for young believers. Mm -hmm. uh, we need that. And, uh, and, and older Christians need to be the ones doing the mentoring. And these two guys, these two cats were doing that. Uh, I was actually born again just before meeting these two men in the military, but I was a brand new, brand new Christian. And I wasn't exactly sure what had happened to me because I didn't have, I didn't grow up with all the church lingo and, you know, talking Christianese. I didn't know any of that stuff, but they saw something in a young 19 year old airman and they took the time to disciple me. And I can say without hesitation that those two men developed my faith and they pointed me in the right direction. Uh, it's really neat because they're two men of God from extremely different backgrounds, but they were the Paul to my Timothy. Um, mm -hmm. I watched them serve their families, their country, their fellow men. And most importantly, you know, the Lord Jesus, they inspired me and they still do today. Um, I wouldn't be talking to you guys without their influence. Um, mm. that, that's a fact. And there's been a lot of people came after them, but they were the first men that God really used to shape my faith walk. Okay, that's beautiful, yeah. Timothy. And thank you so much for just sharing that. And the fact uh, what we're learning a little bit more about your background is you are a veteran. You served in the Air Force. So thank you so much for your service. Mm -hmm. And thank you for sharing your faith this way with us through the Illuminated Messiah Bible. Wow. And uh, Tim, I've got to ask you just to kind of expound a little bit on this type of art uh, called illumination, where it comes from and uh, the history of this, the rich history of it. Can you just talk a little bit about it and what it entails? Yeah. So an illumination is an art form uh, that really had its heyday in the eighth and ninth century. Uh, the most famous uh, illuminated manuscript Bible is the Book of Kells from Dublin, Ireland. Um, it's been called, and it, most art historians, they consider it to be medieval Europe's greatest treasure. Uh, mm -hmm. And when you consider all those Gothic cathedrals out there and how amazing they are, to say that a Bible is the greatest piece of art to ever come out of the Middle Ages is, is saying something. But the art form itself dates itself all the way back to an ancient Jewish uh, tradition called Hidur Mitzvah that dates all the way back to the Babylonian captivity uh, under Nebuchadnezzar. And during that time, the uh, rabbis were looking at Exodus 15, 2, where it says, I will exalt God. He is my father's God and I will exalt him. And the word exalt was a little strange to them. And they, they just, they, they, they studied it and argued over it and tried to figure out what was Moses saying with this weird placing of the word exalt. And what they finally came up with, their interpretation of it was, I will exalt God by creating beautiful things. And so mm. making art becomes a, an act of worship every bit as valid as singing or music or Bible study or any of those things, because God's a creator. And when we create, we connect with that aspect of God in amazingly powerful ways. Uh, Hidur Mitzvah literally means the beautification of the Torah, the beautification mm. of the word. Mm. Wow, that's truly beautiful. I, I never heard that before, Tim. So thank you so much for pointing us in that direction. But you also talked about the visual arts can be used as a demonstration of worship. You talked about that, the way that it kind of came through, especially how do you illuminate Exodus 15 too. But, but how can visual arts be an expression of worship? You know, it, it, it's powerful. Um, because God's a creator, When again, when we create, we're doing something that 
you know, this is the way I look at it. As an artist, my creator created me to create. So when I'm doing that, I'm doing exactly what he put me on this earth to do. <laughs> and that and that's really powerful. But churches can use and incorporate art. Christians can, you know, I don't look at my art and my faith as separate things. It's two sides of the same coin. It's a way I express myself. And so, but art is primal. It communicates in a way that words just simply can't. And so we can communicate emotions in a very deep, profound way. And there's a lot of times where words are just inadequate. And art can do that. You know, for the first 1,500 years of church history, the primary tool that we use to communicate the gospel message and to influence and interact with culture were the visual arts. Drawing, painting, sculpture, architecture, illuminations, all of those things. That was the church's number one tool uh, that we use. And when we use that again, God can do amazing things. And so churches are starting to get that again. There's a new renaissance rising in the church, as a friend of mine once said. And that's true. I've seen it. And it's a blessing for me to be a part of that and to share that message with churches that using the visual arts in your services and in your outreach can be, it will give you results that you never dared anticipate. What a way to to come outside the church walls and to connect with people who may never go into a church, but they may, they may want to come in and take an art class or to, to see the exhibit or to see the art that's there. And so I love this return to this and you help us do that with an exhibit where uh, you go to various churches and churches can sign up for this. Tell us about that. Yeah. Thanks so much for, for, for bringing that up. Uh, that's really the heart of this ministry. Um, we take all of the original art from the illuminated messiah bible and we take it on a traveling art exhibit where we transform your church into an art museum we turn it into the sistine chapel uh for a weekend and you can invite your community uh we uh, some churches will incorporate uh, the artwork into this huge night of worship uh where i create art live on stage. And then we put the cross together, giant 12 foot cross, and we lift it up and do all these amazing things. But it has been, it has been absolutely astounding to see the reaction the churches and their communities have had over this art exhibit. Because most churches are like, you want to do a what in our building? <laughs> yeah, you know, they just don't, they, you know, most pastors can't wrap their head around it. But when they do it and they take a chance and they try something new, they are blown away by the impact that this art has had on their community. At the end of the day, we are lifting up the word of God and the name of Jesus, our Messiah, through beautiful works of art. And man, people are connecting with it. Our first exhibit in South Carolina, uh, the exhibit itself was in their church foyer. And then on the inside, they had a night of worship and uh, there were over 3,000 people that showed up for our very first exhibit. And it was unbelievable to see. 